we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you along for the ride? Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always a good time to have Dr. Jesse Lopez back on. Inspiration.health is the website. Inspiration.health. He does telemedicine. He's a great surgeon. He's a wonderful doctor. He knows his stuff when it comes to keeping you healthy. Jesse, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great. Keeping busy doing all this research. You know, we're finding out every single day that, you know, quietly, you know, Fauci's gone. Yeah, myocarditis from the shots, I guess. You know what I mean? Just quietly, where you know, we found out, I don't know, six months ago now, that Pfizer never really tested to see if it stops transmission or if it stops contagious contagiousness, the, the, the shots. I mean, we're just little by little, we're finding out this stuff. I guess we now have the fact that Hi- Pfizer, this company that made, I don't know, billions and billions and billions of dollars off these shots, were hiding some of the side effects. Fill me in. Well, Joe, you know, the reason that I'm bringing this up is because the relevance is so important. And the relevance is that when we are deceived as clinicians, we cannot properly advise our patients. And when we are deceived as physicians and we can't advise our patients, then our patients suffer. And unfortunately, I believe that this is going to continue. So it's important to bring this information up when it comes to light. Uh, Just recently, October 15th, 2023, actually, a new study was released, was released and the actual study was done by Dr. Liu, who's with the Centers for Biological Evaluation and Research of the Food and Drug Administration, found that when you gave the combined COVID-19 bivalent vaccine and the flu vaccine together, that there was an increased risk of transient ischemic attack and ischemic stroke. What does that mean, ischemic? So, so patients were actually having um, blood flow issues to their brain, and they would end up with stroke symptoms. Wow. And it was so significant that this study pointed this out. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of jumping up ahead of, of a further point. But it, it goes back to your original question, where you talked about the new study that also came out regarding 38 deaths that went unreported by Pfizer. And why that is concerning is that when that data doesn't get reported, then it's easier for something to get approved, such as for an EUA, 
And when we talked about this study uh, about a month ago, you and I had it only come out on a preprint server. It was basically in preprint, hadn't been peer reviewed. Since you and I have talked, that very important study did get published, and it got Good. published in the International Journal of Vaccine Theory, Practice, and Research. And so what came out of this, and what this is really important, is that there was a 3.7% increase of deaths due to cardiovascular disease in the vaccinated arm of the study versus placebo. And so what that meant, that there was a 79% of the deaths were not included at the time that Pfizer did their original regulatory paperwork. And this is really important because I'm looking at the numbers as well, and thank you for bringing this up. 38 deaths, right? Correct. And you're saying that had those deaths been reported, what would have happened? If those deaths had been reported, it is very likely that that vaccine would not have been approved for EUA. Because what it would have shown was a significant safety signal that needed to be addressed first. But it wasn't. And so, therefore, it came to the market. And what's interesting, Joe, is that eight of the deaths that they discovered in that vaccine group should have been reported by December 10th of 2020 by the time of the EUA application cutoff. So these deaths were there. They just were not reported. And beyond now, that... But, but, well, let me ask you this, though, and I appreciate it. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez, Inspiration.Health. Because question, you know my brain. Questions start jumping in. So right. do we know via the study that Pfizer hid them or they're, they're saying it was a mistake in the paperwork or something? No, Pfizer... What are they just, saying? They did not report it. It was not reported. So they knew about the deaths, didn't report them, and they're not claiming that they just forgot or something? There's no response. It's crickets. Wow. The information had to be obtained through an FOIA lawsuit, and this is how many of these deaths were uncovered. And what was also significant about it was that when Pfizer had to report a death from the vaccine group, it took longer for them to report the vaccine death versus an unvaccinated death. The vaccine-related death group got reported about 17.5 days after the incident, and for the unvaccinated group, it was 5.9 days if somebody died, it got reported. So the vaccinated group, when they died, they just delayed reporting it, or they didn't report it at all. Wow. Now, let me ask you this, and it's Dr. Jesse Lopez, Inspiration.Health, always brings actual peer-reviewed studies, actual real information, um, and, and you started this out with about how they lied to you guys or misled you guys in, in the field, and we'll get into that uh, a little bit more in a second. But when it comes to this, now that we know this and the study is out there, crickets from Pfizer, because it's EUA, isn't it still something where you can't even sue o- over this information? Because EUA, like, protects them somehow. Absolutely. That's that's one of the reasons and that's one of the ways that we're able to do this is because of the 2005 Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act, also known as the PREP Act. And so that would allow them to be immune from any liability and uh, and they are unable to be sued for any potential problems that they cause. And the thing is that if they had included those deaths, then they would have seen that the death rate in the vaccinated group was the same as the unvaccinated group, so there would have been really no net benefit to getting the vaccine. But because they didn't report those deaths, it artificially made it look like the vaccinated group had less of a relative death rate. So so life for everybody on earth would have been very different had we had this information. 100%. And the deception just continues. I've got to ask you about what you said in the beginning. It's uh, Dr. Jesse Lopez. We love him coming on. It's uh, inspiration.health is the website. 
something you said in the beginning was they were not giving you the truth. Now, I don't know how you how you characterize it. Maybe you can say it again. Did they lie to you? Did they mislead you? Did they have bad information? Was it incomplete science? Because you're the front line. If I come to see you and I've got COVID symptoms and you're going on what the pharmaceutical company said or what the NIH said or what the FDA said or the CDC said, and they're all giving you bad information, you're giving me bad treatment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, there was also emails that were released that showed that there was collusion in preventing wow. the information on myocarditis getting out. But we'll get into that in a minute. In this study regarding the use of the bivalent COVID vaccine with flu shots causing increased risk of stroke, this was known clear back in January of 2023. But nobody said anything to us clinicians. As a matter of fact, and this is my proof, and we'll have this proof up on the website, there was a CDC memorandum that went out on the website and it was from the CDC and the FDA that identified this problem of stroke with these two vaccines being used together. And that warning was taken off the Internet. You cannot find it on the Internet today unless you go to the archived um, Internet uh, files wow. to be able to find it. So that was hidden from us first in January of 2023. You know, that's when we're looking at the start of flu season, right? In fall, early winter, et cetera. So doctors are saying, oh, yeah, go ahead, get your COVID vaccine. Go ahead and get your flu vaccine. Just kill two birds at one stone. We've got Travis Kelsey saying, get both of them together. But there's no disclaimer at the bottom. Yes, I got to stop you. I got to stop you because that I was going to bring that commercial up. Travis Kelsey is literally saying, go and get both your shots. Both of them. And so if there's somebody that's 68 years old out there and goes and does that, they have a higher risk of stroke. And those commercials have no disclaimer at the bottom. This is a potential relative risk of stroke if you get them together. It's just all joy and fun with two Band-Aids on your arm. So the clinicians, even back in January, were momentarily given this information and then it's taken off the website. But then in March of 2023, there's a meeting between the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices that's discussing these different safety signals that have occurred, including the double shot and the risk of increased um, stroke. So now here it is, finally, October of 2023, so 10 months later, that we get a paper that is actually from the Food and Drug Administration saying there's this increased risk of stroke. Now, to me, in medicine, minutes count. I'm a trained trauma surgeon, minutes count. When you delay giving me information by 10 months, people's lives are adversely affected, and this has to stop. Jesse, is it about money, in your opinion? Is it about control? Is it about just being incompetent? What's going on here? Well, it's definitely about money, but it's also not wanting to admit that you were wrong. It's about admitting that there were issues present and you chose to ignore it. Case in point, there was a big lawsuit done by an attorney, and this attorney had to sue to get emails regarding myocarditis. His name is is Edward Berkovich. And when he filed this Freedom of Information Act, he got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails with just the term myocarditis. That's, that's what he went after. And this was in the early stages of 2021. And there was every big name mentioned that you can imagine in these emails. Dr. Levine, Dr. Walensky, Dr. Uh, uh, Abigail Tumpy, the Associate Director for Communication and Science for the CDC, Dr. Fauci, all of the big names. And as you read through these emails, as redacted as it is, you can see the collusion 
that was created by these federal health officials to keep us in the dark about what was going on with the significant risk of myocarditis. It's it's absolutely crazy because it's it, we live under under this alleged provision of informed consent. That came out of World War II after they were testing and doing disgusting things to people. Informed consent means nothing can happen to you medically, health-wise, and so on unless we are informed what it is and we tell you you can do it to us. So if you're getting bad information, that's not informed consent. If you're being forced to take something or else you might lose your job, that's not informed consent. If it's if it's EUA and we're not able to know even what's in it. Jesse, we don't even know what's in these shots yet. We, we keep trying to find out, but it's very hard to, to get even what the ingredients are. That's a lack of informed consent. But see, here's the problem. Everything that you said is above reproach. You put it all up on the website, inspiration.health. There are other people out there doing yeoman's work as well, McCullough and Malone and Tom Rance and everybody else. What's the recourse? We now know that these people either were unbelievably incompetent or they purposely were hiding information that ended up, according to you and the studies that you cite, with people dying and being sick. What's the recourse? How do we stop it from happening again? It doesn't, Fauci's still walking around and making $430,000 a year. What's, what's going to change now that we know all this? Anything? Yes, what has to change, and this is why we continue to talk about this and bring this up whenever new information comes up. The recourse is for those who are listening to get this information to their family and friends so they're making informed choices and they know that the government was not acting in their best interest. And that if this comes around again, that you do not succumb to the mandates, that you do not succumb to the falsehoods that are being sent your way unless you have definitive, good, grounded evidence that something is beneficial for you. They allowed fear to play into many people getting the vaccines that really didn't know what was going on until it was too late. So fear became the factor. Fear is used in pretty much everything that I'm seeing nowadays that is occurring in the Biden administration to get us to follow along with what they want us to do. So resistance has to be first and foremost what we do in the future. And I can't stress that enough because you can have locked Congress and a locked Senate, but if you don't stand your ground, we will become victims to this again. And I bring data so that people can stand their ground. It is uh, Dr. Jesse Lopez. Inspiration.health is the website. Inspiration.health is the website. Are they backing off of you? You were one of the early adopters of telling the truth when it came to what was going on with these so-called vaccines and myocarditis and what the studies showed in, in the Nordic countries. And in, I think Israel did a lot of early good studies. In England, they did a lot of early good studies. Are they leaving you alone? Or are they still coming after you? Because for a long time, Anybody who would do what you're doing, which is telling the truth and, and actually backing it up with science, you are in trouble. Well, I think their strategy is to leave us alone so we'll be quiet and we'll oh. go away, but we're not going to. Myself and several of my other colleagues here in Kansas have formed a group of docs, maybe coming to a conference near you called Do No Harm. And the group is going to be doing different medical lectures around the area on different topics so that we can educate our, our patients so no harm is done to them, whether it's vaccine mandates, mask mandates, whether it's the falsehoods regarding uh, sex uh, gender reassignment surgeries. Uh, all of these different health issues have to have the spotlight of truth put on them. So we're not retreating, but we are going to go forward with things like Do No, Do no Harm, a medical lecture series on all of these different topics. We've got our first one next week, and uh, we are locked and loaded. It is uh, Dr. Jesse Lopez, Inspiration.Health. Recently, Fauci has come out 
probably first to come out because of the data and the research that you keep citing and others keep citing. Uh, and he has admitted, yes, there's an increased risk for myocarditis if you take the vaccines. But, and then he always adds this, and you tell me if this is true or not, but there's a much higher instance of COVID-19, I'm sorry, much higher instance of myocarditis if you get COVID-19. So he's suggesting the occurrence of myocarditis is higher in somebody who just gets COVID and is not vaccinated than somebody who just gets vaccinated. Is that true? That is not true, and that is the M.O. of the governmental agencies whenever any data comes out that's contrary to the narrative. If you go back to the narrative about the increased risk associated with the administration of the two vaccines, the director of the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, the director of of immunization safety, Dr. Sima Bukuro, has recently, recently come out and stated that, you know, the data really isn't what it seems to be and that it's actually um, less safe to go without the vaccine. In other words, um, you should get the vaccine anyway, in spite of the data, because you're at a higher risk of getting significantly ill from the virus. Meanwhile, when they say that, they don't provide anything to back that up. Right. And that's, a, that's been disproven over the years. It's been disproven many times now. It's just a conclusion that they draw because they want to maintain the same narrative over and over again. But when you when you look at the complete data, you see it's not true because when you look at the all-cause mortality data, Joe, and a new study just came out and it's going to be on our website, the third major study on the increase in all-cause mortality in the vaccinated group. And this is a preprint paper, and it clearly established that the all-cause mortality relative risk in the vaccinated group is higher and persists higher than the than the vaccinated. Excuse me, the findings that the all-cause mortality in the vaccinated group, excuse me, is higher than the unvaccinated. Group. Right. And this paper calls for the suspension of mass vaccination programs. So I've, I've got to, I've got to jump. We're almost out of time. Let me just give you some dumb guy medicine. Are you ready? Yes. This is dumb guy medicine. If my chances of getting myocarditis are higher by taking the shot, and the shot doesn't stop me from getting COVID, so I have a further chance of getting myocarditis if I get COVID, why would I take the shot to increase my chances of getting myocarditis? If they admit that both give you a higher uh, occurrence of myocarditis, why would I take both? I'd rather just get COVID and not take the vaccine. You're not a dumb guy because you didn't do that. And it'd be just like somebody saying, well, there's a higher risk of getting clots and thrombosis with the shot, which has been proven. And if you get two of them together, there's a higher uh, incident of stroke. But go ahead and get the shot because there is a risk with that. Um, And then you get the shot and then you get the clot. So They they literally are admitting there's an increased chance if you get the shot, but they're still telling you to get the shot because it's worse if you get COVID. I can still get COVID with the shot. Listen, I'm so happy that I'm pure blood. I'm so happy that I listened to your advice from early on. It's Dr. (laughs) Jesse Lopez, inspiration.health, inspiration.health. All those studies will be up on the website. We're out of time, brother. I appreciate you. Let's do it again very soon. The lunacy of it all. Thank you so much. Exactly right. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Really appreciate Dr. Jesse coming on. By the way, we don't have time for pop culture, but Polo tells me that the sag after strike is over. That means the screen actors, everybody's going to go back to work, I would guess, at this point, because I think the writer's strike ended a little while ago. So hopefully we'll start producing some new uh, shows out of Hollywood. That is Polo. That is Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow night. Have a great night. Bye. This is The Joe Pegg Show.